21 in between. The boy, lying on his back upon a soft surface, awoke to something gently brushing against his face. Every muscle in his body was relaxed. Warmth seeped into his flesh and bones. Peacefulness filled him. Amory opened his eyes, rubbed them with his hands, and blinked several times, adjusting his vision. He saw a bright white sky, clear and crisp, interrupted by long shoots of green grass. The grass was all around. It was the padding beneath him and the genuine alarm of his awakening. A breeze gracefully rippled through the veins of vegetation. The boy skimmed his arms through the forest of salient stems, letting their soft touch charm the surface of his skin. He felt clean and refreshed. For a while, all Amory knew was the white sky above him and the green grass surrounding him. All of his thoughts conformed to these boundaries of subtle nature. He did not remember where he came from or who exactly he was, but gratitude exuded from the smile on his face for being alive at that moment to bask in the stillness of the magical place he lay in. Innocence again infused his essence as he overflowed with glee and lightheartedness. Not far away, an orchestra of chimes and twinkles, like a music box, began playing a tune reminiscent of the melody played by his father and mother, although that memory was beyond his awareness. It was so hauntingly captivating that it beckoned Amory to seek its source. He lifted himself up as if he were weightless. On his feet, he felt extraordinarily light and full of energy. Around him, he saw nothing but miles and miles of meadow beneath the alabaster sky. There was no sun or moons, but it was still vivid. The boy ran towards the melody in a procession of leaps and bounds and twirls and spins, redeeming the quality of joy. Amory found himself laughing aloud in pure happiness. He was without worry or care. The melody he followed lured him like the scent of his mother's freshly baked bread. Not a memory, but a small probing from within a curious, unreachable refuge inside himself. On the horizon appeared a tree. It was the source of the euphonious music streaming into Amory's ears. The closer he got to the tree, the more gigantic he realized it was. This tree was identical to the Netherden of Tempertime Cemetery. This memory was also locked away. Dead bark covered it from crown to root. There was no life in it, as with the barren dirt that gripped tightly to its roots. The endless meadow had failed to encapsulate the circle of ground holding the tree. Beside the tree, not a few yards away, was a water pump. Hanging from its outstretched metal nozzle was a wooden bucket. Without thinking, Amory headed towards the pump. He removed the bucket and placed it on the ground beneath the nozzle. He placed his hands upon the warm handle of the pump. With a repetition of quick thrusts, transparent, pure water gushed from the mouth of the nozzle, flooding the interior of the bucket within seconds. Water splashed upon the boy's clothes and the ground. Where the water fell, green shards of grass instantly grew to the height of the rest of the meadow. Where the water was absorbed by the boy's clothes, small, detailed depictions of beauty materialized in multifarious threads of gold that wove mysteriously. Flowers, trees, and stars were masterfully created. Stunned by awe, Amory took in the wonder of the magnificent and miraculous water. The boy picked up the bucket, walked a few steps toward the tree, and hurled the contents upon its base. At once, a transformation began. The water washed away death like a rag wipes away dust. 
The life-giving liquid soaked up through the tree and, as it did so, dead bark splintered and shattered, dropping off like molting scales. Amory returned to the water pump, refilled the bucket, and launched more water into the roots of the tree. Loud crackles aired from every surface of the tree as bark torpedoed in all directions, showering over Amory's head as he stood watching. The decrepit shell of the tree fell away, revealing vibrant shades of rich brown life. Then, it expanded itself. The tree lurched towards the sky, new branches lunging from its revived skin, and it reached deeper, digging with strong new roots. The melody of the music, continuing all the while, increased in volume to be heard over the sounds of rebirth. Trip after trip and bucket after bucket, Amory poured more life-bearing water into the soil around the tree. With each delivery, the tree grew bigger, thicker, and stronger. Leaves erupted from new-sprung branches, revealing hundreds upon hundreds of shiny green flags. The rustling of leaves and branches joined the sounds of splintering bark and beautiful music. Further and further, the tree grew with every new bucket of water. The boy did not plan to stop bringing water. The tree did not plan to stop growing. Roots began extending underneath his feet, swelling and bulging up the ground. Once the tree reached a gargantuan size, it began to grow differently. Rather than extend further upwards or outwards, it began to uncannily construct upon itself. Boards shot out and up from thick branches, forming walls and floors. Leaves kneaded together tightly to form roofs. Smaller chunks of wood separated from branches and came together to make ladders. Ladders that then became walkways and staircases, descending, ascending, and connecting to different rooms throughout the expanse of the tree's spread. As Amory dumped even more water onto the tree, the details of the structure exploded with intricacy. It carved within itself designs, patterns, and pictures. It built banisters, windows, and doors of complex artistry and workmanship. And it ornamented itself with lavish, whimsical creations of leaves. All of the fantastical innovations were apparitions of Amory's own imaginative memories. Memories still sealed away. The boy could not even recall clearly the exact emotions and thoughts that were ricocheting in a turmoil of ecstasy inside him. Nothing and everything were all mixed together. That was all he knew. While this tornado of feelings enraptured Amory, a loud explosion erupted directly behind him. Startled, he spun around. The roots of the tree had extended to the water pump and broken it. The extraordinary water gushed high into the air and rained down on the terrain. A jungle of life assailed the geyser with exponential evolution. A thick amalgamation of vegetation curled its way up and around the water, rocketing upward higher and higher into the sky, forming a pillar of dense growth. Where this tower ceased its expansion could not be seen. It reached into the cosmos of this mysterious place. The tower completed itself by encircling and encasing its entire height with a cylindrical wall of wood. It did so in the same way the tree had constructed upon itself. Carvings of symbols and other enchanting imagery also spread across and up its surfaces into the distant altitudes where they vanished. The only sound that then remained was the unforgettable melody of the music, now louder than ever, and the whisper of the winds. Amory noticed that the bright white sky had darkened to a shadowy dimness. In the finality of it all, Amory closed his eyes and let his thoughts mingle with the beauty of this tremendous fantasy. 
He took long breaths of meditation, feeling the air lace his insides and supplement his life. In the middle of his reflection, he heard another faint sound, different from all the others so far. It was the sound of two hands rubbing together swiftly. It was the sound of smooth friction. The boy opened his eyes to see every ounce and orifice of wood between the tree and the dwarfing tower transfigure into glistening gold, gold that shined as bright as fire. Its radiance was the pinnacle of glory and pride. What was once purity was now greed. The contrast between the gold and the dim sky created a daunting monster of scintillating overbearingness. It reached past its presence with an air of extreme density and richness, and beyond that, intelligence. With a dull thud, a golden spiral staircase with balustrades fell from the overhanging heights of the tree shrine. It landed only a short distance from Amory. The boy was presented with his entryway into the world of the tree. <laughs>